sind. So like your MSA, even your parents can't even help your spouse. That's not going to get you a lot of likes, right? But he said that's like the way of da'wah. That's the way of the prophets. Alayhim wasalam. So I say to Aisha, when they ask her about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, كَمَرَوَاهُ وَتِرْمِذِيُّ She said, كَانَ فِي خِدْمَةِ أَهْلِهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of the students of Imam al-Bukhari, he said after the class in hadith, I saw him picking up like <laughs> trash in the masjid. So, it's very important to like, couple the public exhibitionism with acts of secrecy. And one of those is like being a volunteer, subhanAllah, and helping people. We continue now, alhamdulillah, reading from Yaghi Sayyid. We started now from the first chapter, the chapter on sincerity. It's okay, thank you. No, there's no need to be apologize or anything, man. Don't worry about it. You're doing your best. It's like beyond our control. I'm not. I don't. I don't get upset about this kind of thing. Barakalafik. So, Babul Ikhlas. And we talked about it last week. The word Bab means a door. But I heard from one of my teachers, mashallah, that also the word Bab is used when you enter someone's home. So he used to say to me that the word Bab, which is translated as chapter, right, contains all of the etiquettes of the student and the teacher. The student is the guest, the teacher is the host. So like when we go to someone's house, how do we present ourselves? And when we, we welcome a guest, how do we welcome a guest? As the Prophet said from the hadith of Sayyidina, Sayyidina Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu, an kana yu'minu billahi wal yawm al-akhir falyukrim daifa. Whoever believes in Allah in the last day should be generous and welcoming to his or her guest. So he said from a shaykh and imams, you know, don't be harsh on people, man. These are difficult times. People are experiencing a lot of trauma and you add COVID to that, you add the economic challenges that these last few years have brought in people's lives, you know, they're looking for alhamdulillah ar-rahman, hadith, right? Be merciful to others, Allah will be merciful to you. Also the word bab indicates, as we said before, and I heard this from Dr. Amru, Abwabul Jannah, so the word bab, so uh, the word bab also is from the hadith, right? Abwabul Jannah, so the word bab reminds us of a Jannah, so the student and the teacher are sincere. Imam Ibn al-Qayyim said, Al-ilmu sirrun bayna abd wa rabbihi. The knowledge is like a secret. Between Allah and the student. Allah and the student. So Sidna Mawlana Shaykh, he says, Bab al-Ikhlas. The word ikhlas means to be pure. To purify something. 
I heard from Sheikh Abdullah Hamoud from Eb Yemen. He's one of my teachers. Tachallus min al-shawaib. Right? You purify something from filth. But Imam al-Raghib al-Asfahani says something beautiful about why we have to constantly make sure that we're trying to be sincere. It's not a one-time thing. It's not like I achieve, achieve sincerity and then like, I'm good for the rest of my life. I have to like, battle always. Sufyan al he said, like, there's nothing more difficult than sincerity because every time I thought I, I got it, I lost it. So Imam al-Raghab al-Asfahani, and his, he has a great dictionary that he wrote about the Qur'an, mashallah. And he says that this word comes from a word which means you purify something, but then still it can have some shortcomings. Like it's not permanent. It's not a permanent sanitation. It's not a permanent form of purity. Something that we always have to work on. And he says that ikhlas is to make everything for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Infiradullahi azza wa jal. Fil ibadah. To make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exclusive for worship. How do we achieve ikhlas? The first is we achieve ikhlas to our ideas about Allah. We learn. فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكِ you know, you must know what la ilaha illallah entails. So the first is learning. That's why the writer of Lisan al-Arab, he said that it's called Surat al-Ikhlas. Because Surat al-Ikhlas has everything we need to know about Tawheed. قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدُ اللَّهُ الصَّمَدْ لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدُ Surat al-Ikhlas. After I know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that's going to inspire me to worship Him. That's why in Surah Dhariyat, وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I did not create jinn and human beings except to worship me. Sayyiduna ibn Abbas, radiyallahu anhumma, he said, إِلَّا لِيَعْرِفُونِي To know me. So ibadah here according to ibn Abbas, means to know, to learn, because learning is going to help me understand who I'm worshipping. And when I understand who I'm worshipping, then I'll, I will, inshallah, have sincerity. The more that we know Allah correctly, the more our sincerity will be present, inshallah. The third is ikhlas and amal. So after ideas is my sincerity in what I do. Allah says about the hypocrites, they pray, but they pray to be seen of people. And that's why in this current culture, where everything's shared immediately, everything's put for likes and attention. This is a very dangerous time, man, for, for, for a lack of sincerity. Is it for the gram or Rabbul Anam? Right? Am I doing it for the gram or for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِنِّي أُمِّرْتُ أَنْ أَعْبُرَ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصَ اللَّهُ الدِّينَ Say, I was commanded, I'm, I'm ordered to worship Allah sincerely. رَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يُكَذِّبُوا بِالدِّينَ You see the one who denies the hereafter? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say about them? That they pray, سَاهُون they pray negligent. So we want to be careful, especially in this age, where there are attempts to frame the dunya as the akhirah and the akhirah as the dunya. So not only does studying about Allah Azza wa Jal, subhanahu wa ta'ala, wajibu al-wujud al-qidam wal-baqa, mukharifatu lil القائم بنفس الوحدانية حي قادر سميع بصير متكلم له صفات سبعة تنتظم So I know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that causes me to know who I'm worshipping and then secondly to study and learn about the hereafter to remind myself Sam'iyat, al ghaybiyat That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Hudal lil muttaqeen, wa bil akhirati hum yuqinun. That's why it's very, it's almost impossible to find a page of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not mentioned and the hereafter is not mentioned. To center us. And that's why I ask myself and everyone here, to examine your space on social media. If you're involved in some religious thing. Not if you're trying to sell, you know what I'm saying, some AI art or something. But something religious. Make sure it's for Allah. And that means, تقول الحق. You can speak the truth. Regardless of how many likes you get. Regardless of how many people unfollow you, وَقُولِ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ So ikhlas in amal. And then there's ikhlas related to our ahwal, how we feel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنَلَبَلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةِ وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ Ya Allah, Allah says, we're going to test you with good and bad as a fitna. The word fitna actually means to burn, to, to burn something, to purify it, like gold and silver. The hadith of Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu anhu, وَإِنَّمَا الْعَبْدُ يَجَرَّبُ بِالْفِتَنْ كَمَا يُجَرَّبُ النَّارُ this hadith is a good hadith. Sayyidina Ali said that a person is going to be tested like gold and silver are burned. And this is actually one of the keys to ikhlas. How do I interact with qada? The Prophet said, Know that if a whole nation came together, 
to benefit you, they could not benefit you unless Allah gave them permission. If a whole nation came together to harm you, they would never be able to harm you. Except what Allah has prescribed. Al-Imam Bil-Qada. Shaykh Ahmad al-Dardir in Al-Khairid, he says, وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ بِالْقَضَى وَالْقَدْرِ Everything happens by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَيْسَ مِنْهُمَا النَّفَرِ Never can, you can't escape it. Whether it's good or bad. وَإِنْ يَمْسَسْكَ اللَّهُ If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to allow us to be afflicted with difficulty, فَلَا مُمْسِكَ لَهَا Nobody can remove it. And this is where Muslims have a problem out of all the issues of Iman. That's why the Prophet وسلم, in the hadith of Sayyidina Jibreel, he mentioned the verb twice. And tu'mina and tu'mina. Tawkid, huh? Lafzi. يُكَرِّرْ الْفِعِلْ الْأَمْرَ So he said, أَنْ تُؤْمِنَ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُوبِهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَلَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ أَوْ وَتُؤْمِنَ وَتُؤْمِنَ بِالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ He said, to believe in Allah, His angels, His books, His messengers, the last day, and to believe. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to mention the verb again. But he mentions the verb again, because that's where most people will have a problem. And that's one of the keys of ikhlas. To know that whatever has befallen me is not because Allah hates me. I ain't that special. And that whatever good befalls me, it doesn't necessarily indicate I'm, everything's fine. All that is salt on the food. What matters is, إِنَّ to stay with Allah. Wherever I am, Allah is with you wherever you are. So I should not, this is not a, a commodified relationship. This is not the stock exchange. This is not the NASDAQ. This is not Bitcoin. So if things are going good, ah, Allah loves me. Maybe not. Allah said, we will give them what they want. But in a way that they don't understand. They are going to be tested by the good they were given. And when they forgot, Allah says, what we sent down, we gave them everything they wanted. So we have to be careful that we do not subtly apply capitalism and the ideology of capitalism to aqidah. It's the opposite. So Al-Qadha Al-Qadr, Alaqati Ma'a Rabbi, is not based on that. It doesn't matter, good or bad, Ana Abdullah. It doesn't matter the situation. It's not easy. Of course, that's not easy. And this is one of the keys to ikhlas. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِنَّ لَكُمْ فِي الْأَنْعَامِ لَعِبْرَةِ That in cattle, there is a sign for you. Two verses in the Qur'an. We provide you drink that comes from their stomach. بَيْنَ فَرْثْ وَالْدَّمْ وَتْ لَبَنًا خَارِسًا 
Allah says between the feces and the blood in the cow came pure milk. Khalis, the same word. One of my teachers, mashallah, used to say, Subhanallah. That's the believer. In this life, they walk between feces and blood. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. In blood, there's life, and feces, there's death. Hey, the good and bad times. And if he or she is resilient with bad and thankful with good, they come out what? Lebanon khalisan. They came out like pure milk. Pure milk. Thank you so much, man. Allah bless you. You guys are too kind, man. You know, I'm getting spoiled. May Allah spontaneously increase all of you. But I don't, I don't need all that. Wallahi. Just, just learn, man. Learn and ask good questions. But thank you, Akhi. What comes out of it? Pure milk, which is not only pure for itself, and those around it will benefit. Because there's lessons we share from trauma. There's lessons we, trail from, we share from failure. There's lessons we share from success. I asked Sheikh Ahmed Diay from Senegal, how did, how, did you, how did you memorize the Quran? How did you memorize the Quran like that? And a Sheikh Ahmed Diay, he said, because I forgot it well. Because I forgot it well. Because I forgot it right. Meaning, when I forgot it, I was motivated to, to not forget it. So the Muslim is able to sort of translate or transfer failure into success. Into success. Barakalawfiq. So the Muslim is able to translate those difficult times, alhamdulillah, into success. Lebanon Then subhanallah, through those difficulties we achieve that purity. So Sayyidina Imam Nawi he says Babul Ikhlasi. The section on Ikhlas. And making our niya present. And here, the language of Imam al-Nawawi is very delicate. If'al. This form of the verb, if'al, implies you have the ability to do it. That Allah has given you the niya to do it. Of course, the action. خَلَقَكُمْ وَمَا تَعْمَلُونَ وَاللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ وَمَا رَأَمَيْتَ إِذْ رَمَيْتَ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ رَمَى You didn't throw it, Allah threw it. But Allah has given us the ability to choose. We showed you two ways, good or bad. It's up to you. People know what's right and wrong. So Shaykh, he says, The word hadir, if you're Arab, you know, you got parents, you've said it a million times. Hadir. If you're married, hadir ya mama. You know this word, I'm present. Ihdar is the same form as Islam because we have the ability to choose Islam That's why Ibn Malik and Lamiyat al-Afari is a poem serious students should memorize in 
morphology. He says, Right? If you master the morphology of nouns and verbs, the language, the doors, the language will open for you. So, ihdar, also what the Sheikh is saying here is, You're responsible for this. I'm responsible for this. It's not something, and that's why we have to be careful sometimes of the more extreme teachings in the Sufi communities where they make these things seem impossible. You have to be a saint, you have to be a perfect person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He obligated each and every one of us within our own ability. So, ihdar aniyyah. That when it's time to worship, I make myself present. I make myself, remind myself this is for Allah. Look how much we took just from the, the title of the chapter, man. That's the lesson. خلاص. The word a'mal here are those things that demand intention and action. That's the difference between af'al and a'mal. Af'al, inadvertent actions like this. I'm drinking tea or I put my glasses down or something. fi'l. As-salah, amal. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَأَفْعَلُوا وَإِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا So the word implies amal, ihdar al-niyyah. The presence of the intention. So he says, فِي جَمِيعِ الْأَعْمَالِ وَالْأَقْوَالِ وَالْأَحْوَالِ Al-a'mal is am. A'mal is a universal. Al-muhalla bi'arifi wal-lami wa-wismu al-jins. Al-a'mal means a universal thing. Like an umbrella. So many things come underneath it. Like the word deen. If you put deen, then you say salah, dhikr, siyam, hajj, jihad, akhlaq, taharatu qulub. All that is under what? Deen. So here, Imam al-Nawawi, rahimahullah, his teaching is something that's actually Quranic. He mentions a universal, and then he mentions some specific afrad, some parts of that, that universal. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, مَنْ كَانَ عَدُوَ لِلَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَجِبْرِيلِ وَمِكَائِلِ He says the angels, then he mentions two angels after the angels. Why? Because the word... Malaika am. And underneath it is khas. Jibreel Mikail. Same thing here. Fi jami'i al-a'mali. Wal-aqwal. Aqwal fard min afrad al-a'mal. The word aqwal is a part of a'mal. Statements are one part of a'mal. Ahwal also is part of a'mal. So this is called taqsis. Uh, this is very important when you want to read classical text. Sayyidina Imam Al-Baydawi in Minhaj Wusul ila ilmi usul. It's a very important book. Everybody in America studies waraqat. I like to ask them, 
What's after waraqat? Nobody knows. There are some bigger books, man. But Imam Abidawi, he says, The word am, a, a universal word, is a word that submerges all of its possible relations, all of its afraad. That's the difference between am and al-mutlaq. If you study usul al-fiqh, al-mutlaq tadullu ala mahiyya, wal-am tadullu ala kulli juziyatiha. Be patient in this class. I'm getting old. I ain't hiding nothing. I'm just going to teach. If it's hard for you, be patient, man. Push yourself. We have to raise the level of literacy in America. How long are we just going to keep cheerleading one another? When are we going to have our own dojos? Our own madrasas? Our own schools? Our own scholars? If we keep talking down to one another, we're not going to go nowhere. Al-Akhdari? I taught Akhdari to my four-year-old daughter, bro. Al-Ashmawi, I taught it to her when she was eight. So don't, no, no, I mean, mashallah, but that's what it's for. Where's the Khalil? Where's the Mudawwana? Where's the Muwatta? Al-Ajrumiya? Seriously? Yaqhi, I studied Al-Ajrumiya. Barakallahu feek. Now you're in second grade in Azhar. When are you going to study Qatra? Al-Fiyya, Ibn Aqil, Asas al-Balagha. But see, arrogant, an arrogant society doesn't go anywhere. It's hard to learn. So Al-Baydawi says, A'am lafthun yastaghriqu jami'a ma yasluhu lahu bi wad'in wahid ay yukhrijhu bihi al-ishtiraq. We don't have time to talk about that now. What he means is a word that submerges all of the possible relationships that are acceptable. For example, if we say al-Muslimun, every person in this room now falls is being submerged by the meaning of al-Muslimun. But if I say Fir'aun, does Fir'aun fit under this umbrella of al-Muslimun? No. هذا بمعنى ما يصلح له. So this is am. So when he says al-a'malu. In the beginning, Sayyidina Imam al-Nawi, he's pointing to something that al-Haraka, al-Islahiyyah, wal-Islamiyyah, began to remind the Muslims of, we say again, rahimahullah, Dr. Yusuf al-Qardawi, from some 70, 80 years ago, the Shumuliyyah of Islam, the comprehensive nature of Islam, that good is wide. Not everyone has to be a sheikh, not everyone has to be an imam. Everyone can play their part. Jami'i al-a'mal. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ هُوَ خَيْرًا وَأَعْظَمَ أَجَرًا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Whatever you send forward from good, anything, you're going to find it with Allah. Al-aqwal. Shaykh, he says, al-aqwal, like the Things we say in As-Salah. Surah Al-Fatiha. Whatever we recite in the Quran, in Salah, we want to make sure our intention is present. When we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do our best to make sure our intention is there. Al-Ikhlas. Wal-Ahwal. Ahwal are the feelings of the heart. As well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inamanutaimukumli wajahilahila nuridu minkum jaza wala shikura. 
Most ulama, they said this verse, indeed, we, don't, we feed you for the sake of Allah. We give you drink for the sake of Allah. We don't want anything. We don't want any reward. Most ulama of tafsir, they said that's their niyyah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us what their niyyah was. They didn't say that to them. That was their heart. That's where their heart was. Al-Bariza wal And at the end, as we stop for salah, then we'll come back and read the first uh, hadith, inshallah, a few hadith. Ask the brothers if they pray sunnah, if they can pray in the back, inshallah, so we can start. Uh, and then to pray sunnah, like quickly, inshallah, uh, so we can jump back into it. But he says, Al-Bariza wal sisters and brothers. Why? And this is the last lesson we take from the ta'rif or the anwan of Imam al-Nawi. Number one is ikhlas is a process, not an event. That's the first point we made. We talked about how ikhlas comes in different ways, to knowledge, to worship, to qada, qadr, sincerity. The second, we noted this idea of a universal and its different parts. Am and khas. This is important when we start to read hadith later on. And then the third is here, that a believer should strive to limit his or her contradictions in public and private. When I'm out in the open and when I'm by myself, when I'm out in the open and I'm by myself, do I hold myself accountable? Of course, there's going to be naturally a difference. That's, that's just part of life. But like I shouldn't be, you know, Abdul Qadr Jilani. I shouldn't talk about Salahuddin and I don't care about Islahuddini. So I'm in front of the people, you know, in a, in a, really trying to portray myself as awliya of Allah. But then I go home and I abuse my family, mistreat my children, rip off my neighbors, hurt people. There's a contradiction between how I am openly and privately. And there's always going to be some contradiction. It's the nature of life. We ask Allah SWT to forgive us. So as we finish, inshallah, we'll come back after salah and start with the ayat and the hadith. Sayyidina Imam al-Nawi says, Bab al-Ikhlasi. We talked about the word Bab twice. Ikhlas, we went through Ikhlas. Wa'hdari niyati. That we have the ability to bring our intention forward in all of our acts of worship in our statements that are related to worship related to worship whether open or in private Inshallah, we'll stop now so people can prepare for salah. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. A'udhu billahi as-sami al-alimi min ash-shaytan rajimi. Bismillahi rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Al-ladhi la yadurum ma'asmihi shay'un fi al-ardi wa la fi al-samaa wa huwa as-sami al-alim. والصلاة والسلام على جلاء قلوبنا وأنوار عيوننا وفرح دنيانا سيدنا وحبيبنا مولانا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم
Inshallah, every Tuesday we meet at 7.30 to read from the book Riyadh Salihin from Sayyidina Imam Al-Nawawi, Rahimahullah. We reached the first chapter, we talked about the, the, the title of the chapter, we took the different lessons, Bab al-Ikhlas, talked about what the meaning of Bab is, Ikhlas, what is Ikhlas? Wahdar aniyati. And how to make our niya present fi jami'i al-a'mali wal-aqwali wal-a'hwal. We talked about what all that means from the perspective of usul al-fiqh and language. Al-bariza wal-khafiya, the absence of a tanaqud between what I say and what I do. The absence of contradictions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayuhaladina amanu, lima taquluna mala tafarun. Kabura makatan indallahi an taquluna mala tafarun. What do you say what you don't do? Fanas Allah ta'ala at tawfiqa was sadad. And now we begin, alhamdulillah, with the first part of the book. And the Shaykh, he begins the chapter with some verses of the Qur'an. And I mentioned this to you last week. That this is unfortunately a mistake in print. And Sheikh Fatih Hijazi, who was the student of a Sheikh Kishk, he used to teach us Balagha, and he taught us Al-Fiyat Malik. He said to us, the printer is not a scholar, the scholar is not a printer. So oftentimes we find in new prints, the qira'a that's written, hafsan asim, is not the qira'a that was written by the writer. For Sayyidina Imam An-Nawi, he was from Syria. And in his time, the 7th century after Hijri, the most predominant qira'ah in the Muslim world is the qira'ah of Ibn Amr al-Dimashqi. Not Warsh, not Hafs, not Qalun, Ibn Amr. In fact, with our students that learn with us the Sab'ah, usually after Hafs, we teach them Ibn Amr. Because it's easier. It's very similar to Hafs. That's just the FYI for students of knowledge. Ibn Amr, he doesn't read with two haraka and munfasil. And Hafs and Shatibi, Sayyidina Imam Shatibi says, Hafs, we know in Shatibi only mentions four haraka. But Sayyidina Imam Ibn Jazri in Al Tayyibah, we know that we can read Hafs with two. Wa Shaykh, Shaykhi, Ibrahim Samanudi, and I translated this 
and I, I made it as a book for, for schools in America to teach Hafs correctly. We have the narration of Hafs with two harakah. وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُرُ اللَّهَ لَكَنِ ابْنِ عَامِرْ وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُرُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ وَيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُتُّ الزَّكَاءَ وَذَلِكَ دِينُ قَيِّمَةَ What does the verse say in Surah Tabayna? They were not commanded. Meaning, مَا أَمْرَهُمُ اللَّهِ أو مَا أَمْرَهُمْ أَنْبِيَاءُهُمْ that Allah and their prophets did not command them except to worship Allah mukhlisina lahuddin mukhlisin if you speak arabic mansub bil hal yani hakada haluhum their their heart their state was with Allah mukhlisin is like when you say kayfa haluk kayf halak yani how is your heart how is your state ibn malik في ألفيته يا ريت إن شاء الله في أمريكا we can teach these books to people how long are you going to stay in Ajumia bro الكلام هو لفظ مركب مفير بالوضع وقسامه ثلاثة اسمه فعل حرف جائري معنا فالاسم يعرف بالخفت والتنوين ما شاء الله عليك but when are you going to move on beyond that that's why I want to teach you to stay in grammar the first chapter is مرفوعات <laughs> The first chapter is those things that raise you to remind you, keep going. يَرْفَعِلَاهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ فَإِمَامِ بْنُ مَالِكِ وَأَلْفِيَةِ بْنِ مَالِكِ He says, حَالَ وَصْمُ فَضْلَةُ مُنْتَصِبُ مُفْهِمُ فِي حَالٍ كَفَرْدًا أَذْهَبُ فَمُخْلِصِينَ is حَال It's a type of word that shows you the state of the person. سَلَّمْتُ عَلَيْكَ خَلَاسِ غاضباً. <laughs> I gave you salams, I was angry. It's called hal, my state. So what is their state? وَمَا أُمِيرُوا And if you think about the verse, أَمْر is fi'il. مُخْلِسِين hal. So one verse brought together both. The outer and the inner. فِقْءَ and تَسْكِيتِ nafs. As Allah says in Surah Tawbah, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ وَيُحِبُّ مُتَطَّهِرِينَ Allah loves those who make tawbah and those who purify. What does it mean by tawbah is the inner tahara? Mutatahirin is wudu. Stinja'. So he brought together the inner and the outer. Same thing here. وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُرُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ Hey, الدين مخلصين له سبحانه وتعالى. Only for Allah. حنفاء on the way of Sayyidina Ibrahim. ويقيم الصلاة ويوت الزكاة. وذلك دين قيمة. وقال تعالى لن ينال الله لحومها ولا دماؤها ولكن يناله التقوى منكم. That your, your, the blood and meat of your sacrifice is not what's going to reach Allah. What's going to reach Allah is a taqwa. And we know the taqwa is from the ahwal, translated into the a'mal. Because the Prophet said, taqwa ha huna. Taqwa is here. Never will that reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning, Allah, inna ma yataqabbalu Allahu minal 
muttaqin. Allah will not accept it. Imam Asyuti mentions that there were some people in Mecca, some of those non-Muslims, they used to take their meat and throw it on the Kaaba. So the new Muslims, they saw that and they wanted to emulate them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse. Don't get caught up in like shallow ritual. وَقَالَ سُبْحَانَهُ قُلْ إِن تُخْفُوا مَا فِي صُدُورِكُمْ أَوْ تُبَدُوهُ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهُ وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said like, whether you show what's in your heart or you keep it, Allah knows it. So these verses, and that's why this book is really good for people who are doing like khutbahs, MSA, in local communities. Because Imam An-Nawawi gives you a good title, gives you some verses of Quran, and then some ahadith. I want to remind everyone again that I'm not going to be explaining the fiqh issues related to this text because that's not the reason he wrote the book. Imam An-Nawawi wrote this book to do ta'seel ilm al-taskeet nafs He wrote this book to provide evidences for the science of ihsan. An Amir al-Mu'minin Abi Hafsin, the first hadith, wa'anhu qal, walhamdulillah, Sayyidina Imam An-Nawawi narrates this hadith Back to Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala anhu an Amir al-Mu'minin Abi Hafsin Umar ibn al-Khattab ibn Nufayl ibn Abdul Izz ibn Riyah ibn Abdillah ibn Qurt ibn Razah ibn Al-Adi aw ibn Ka'b ibn Luwai Ibn Gharib al-Qurashi al-Adawi radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Alhamdulillah. Qala sami'tu Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This hadith is related by Bukhari and Muslim. In usul fiqh, if a hadith is related by Bukhari and Muslim, and the sahabi says, I heard it, this is the most authentic hadith. Because when he says, sami'tu, it means he's not relating or she's not relating the hadith by its meaning. They are quoting the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qala sami'tu Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul inna ma'na ma'na biniyat wa inna ma'na kulim ri'im ma'nawa faman kanat hijratuhu ila Allahi wa rasulihi fajratuhu ila Allahi wa rasulihi وَمَنْ كَانَتْ وَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِدُنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا وَمْرَأَةٍ يَنْكِحُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَجْرَ إِلَيْهِ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ أي على سِحَتِهِ From Sayyidina Umar رضي الله عنه who said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say that all actions are based on intentions. Every single action because al-a'mal, that's why I taught it to you earlier, fi jami'i al-a'mari wal-aqwari wal-ahwari. And I told you the word a'mal is what? Who remembers? Lafthun yastaghriqu jami'a ma yasluhu lahu bi wad'in wahidin. What is the word a'mal? A'am. Every action. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, pay attention. Inna ma'ala ma'lu biniyat. Indeed, all actions are by the intention. Is that true? My glass is just like this. No way, tether. 
Did I make an intention for that? So here we are going to introduce you to something. If you write some of the things down, I'm teaching you now. By the end of the book, you're going to know usul al-fiqh. You don't need to take a class in usul al-fiqh. It'll be reviewed for you, inshallah. Bidnillah. Wabilahi tawfiq. Al-a'malu is an am. It means every single action. So like you just scratched yourself. Did you make intention for that sister? So here we have to do what's called ta'wil. According to the majority of Ahlul Sunnah, actually all of Ahlul Sunnah and Imamiyah, we have to make ta'wil here. Because the Prophet wasallam, he's not a liar. A'udhu Billah. And here you learn something. People say, I want Quran and Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah. Al Quran and Sunnah bidun usulihima mushkila. If you try to have Quran and Sunnah without understanding how to interpret Quran and Sunnah, you may do more damage than good. I can give you an example where you have to interpret the verse in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the sixth verse of Surah Ma'idah, Ya ayuhaladina amanu, ida kumtum ila salati. فاغسلوا او يو بليف وين يو ستاند هذا شرط وجواب الشرط فاغسلوا وين يو ستاند ان فا بمعنى تفريع او تعقيب وين يو ستاند ذن واش يور فيس اذا قمتم تو وات وين يو ستاند تو براي واش يور فيس سو ذات مينز ان اوردر فور ذس فيرس تو ميك سينس وات دو يو هاف تو دو ديد يو ايفر سي اني وان ان يور لايف دي ستود الله اكبر then they started to make wudu. If you interpret this verse, literally, all of us, our salat now is wrong. إِذَا قُمْتُمْ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ جُوهَكُمْ When you stand to pray, then wash your face. But somebody's going to tell me, إِذَا قُمْتُمْ إِذَا نَوَيْتُمْ صح. When you stand to pray means when you intend to pray. Isn't that interpretation? Didn't you just interpret the Quran? Same thing here. Every single action. So there's a middle path that the scholars of Usul took of Ahlul Sunnah in particular between hyper-literalism hyper and irrational interpretation. Both are a problem. There was a group in, in, in early times of Islam, they said every single letter of the Qur'an lahu ta'wilu. Even they said anybody who says that there is a, a, a bataniya. Anyone who said that there's not a word in the Quran that it has an interpretation is kafir. It's the opposite. In the middle, alhamdulillah, Ahl Sunnah. Well, Imamiya also they agree with Ahl Sunnah on this. Here in so there has to be an interpretation. This is called dalalatul iqtida in usul al-fiqh. It means interpretation has to happen for us to 
preserve one of the foundations of Islamic belief. What is that foundation? The honor and majesty and dignity of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In Islamic law, you're going to want to write this down if you plan to come every time. We have three types of issues that words point to. Dalalatul al-fath. First is mutabaqa. Mutabaqa. Tabaqa is a plate. Tibaqa, sort mulk. Stacked on top of each other. Dalalatul mutabaqa means the word itself and its meaning are the same. Like Allah. The second is called tadammun. Tadammun means part of the meaning aligns with the word. I'm going to give you some examples in the future. And the third is dalalatul iltizam or dalalatul iqtida, which means that you are not allowed to leave the meaning in its literal form or it will contradict one of the foundations of Islam. Therefore, you have to interpret it. Kharij nas. That's why it's called Dalalatul Iltizam. I know this is hard for you, but I, we ain't here to cheerlead. One time I taught a class, someone came to me and said, I'm so angry. I said, Why? I never heard this before. That's why you're angry? You just want to hear everything you know? You're the kind of person that looks at the score before the game is over? Like before you watch the game, you know Lamar threw an interception? For Sayyidina Imam al-Akhdari, in this important poem, in Mantiq, in Logic, he says, Daladatul al-Fadi ala ma wafaqa yad'unaha daladatal mutabaqa wujuz'uhu tudammunan wa maltazim fililtizamun in bi'aqlil tazam. Look at our ulama, Sayyidina Imam al-Akhdari, the writer of al-Akhdari in the Maliki Madhab, Matn al-Akhdari, that we taught last year here in the, in the park, mashallah. He says, Daladatul al-Fadi ala ma wafaqa yad'unaha daladatul mutabaqa wujuz'uhu tadammunan wa maltazim fil iltizamun in bi'aqlinil tazim. So he mentions these three type of evidences that words direct us to. Mutabaqa, tadammunan, iltizam. This is iltizam, meaning it, there's no way we can say every single action has intention. Because every single action doesn't. So that means there's something missing. Innam al-amalu as-saliha. Righteous actions are rewarded based on their intention. Biniyat. And this is also very important because sometimes people make it seem like you have an, have an intention for everything. Everything doesn't need intention. Look in the books of fiqh. What's the job of fiqh? Largely, the job of fiqh is to make clear terms that people find confusing. That's really the major job of fiqh, to understand. Wafqahu qawli. Yafqahu qawli, afwan. To understand me. So any type of idea, activism. Oh, here we go. 
politics, any type of da'wah. Those are all words which are ambiguous. How do we define them and filter them to make sure that they align on our sharia compliant is the job of fiqh. فَالْعَمَالُ بِنِيَاتُ وَإِنَّمَا الْعَمَالُ بِنِيَاتُ Righteous actions. Not everything demands a niyyah. Why? Go to the books of fiqh. Go to the chapter on nikah. The arkan of nikah. That it shouldn't be secret. That there should be witnesses. That there should be acceptance on both sides and nobody's forced. That there's a wali. And there's a sigha. Proposal. If you look at the chapter on nikah, do you find niyyah? No. Not even in the fada'il of nikah. Even though it's understood to be virtuous. Why? Because niyyah is not an act of, nikah is not an act of worship. In the pure sense. Ma'qul. In the secondary sense, yeah, generally it's an act of worship. But not an act of worship that Allah has commanded us we do that we don't necessarily understand. Like for example, salah. When I first became Muslim, I said, why you guys start standing? Why don't you start in sujood? Because Allah commanded us to stand first. See? Al-wudu. Why? Why like your face? Why this? Why don't we watch other things? It's not ma'qul. Demands intention. But something like nikah. And that's why there's a difference of opinion on zakah. And even wudu, by the way, with the Hanafis. Is there a benefit that we can understand? Or not? So al-a'manu ibadah worship and everybody will have what he or she intended for this hadith alhamdulillah in america we related to you with one of the shortest asanid in the world faqad haddathani al-alama al-shaykh Abdurrahman al-Kittani, an abihi, Abdul Hay al-Kittani, an abihi, Abdul Wahid al-Kittani, an man, an abi Ishaq al-Dahlawi, an jadli ummihi, Abdul Aziz al-Dahlawi, an al-Mujaddid al-Alama al-Muhadd al-Sheikh, Shawalila al-Dahlawi. Wa hakada al-Sanid, wa inshallah narwihi. No problem. Ijaza doesn't mean anything. What matters is how we act. This is the more important thing. Allah gave us a license to live. Each book we go through. Every time we read a book of hadith, I'll give you the chain of the hadith back to the writer. You can have it as a, you know, like blessings. Don't go and start teaching. But alhamdulillah. Ad-deen bil-isnad. The next hadith from Sayyidah Aisha. An umma mu'minina ummi abdillahi Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha. And of course, she's Umm al-Mu'mineen, Umm Abdillahi. She was named Umm Abdillahi after her nephew, 
And when she died, she was buried by her five nephews. And Sayyidina Abu Huraira, he prayed her janazah. And it's enough for us to say about Sayyida Aisha that she's the one مُبَرَّأَ fi kitabillah. One of our teachers used to say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he defended Yusuf with a dream. He defended Maryam with her son. But when he defended Aisha, he did it with his words. Ummi Abdullahi. Qala qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaghzu jayshun al-Ka'bah. Fa'idha kanu bi bayda'a yukhsafu bi awwalihim wa akhirihim. Qala qutu ya Rasulullah. Yusrafu bi awwalihim wa akhirihim. Wa fihim aswaquhum wa ma laysa minhum. Faqala alayhi salatu wassalam yukhsafu bi awwalihim wa akhirihim. Thumma yubahathuna ala niyatihim. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa adha hadith mutafaqan. Ayu wa adha laf laf al-Bukhari. Sayyidah Aisha said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said there will be an army. Pay attention. Jayshun. He uses tanween to show us the greatness of jihad. Even though these people are wrong. But to fight, to struggle in the cause of something is not easy. For Jayshun. Not Al-Jayshu. Also he says Jayshun because this is alamat al-sa'a. From the signs of the hour. He doesn't say who this Jaysh is. In the future we're going to talk about some of the rules for understanding alamat al-sa'a. For example, it's not allowed to rush them. So like in the hadith, they're going to build high buildings. Some people said, you know, in the Gulf we should stop people from building high buildings. This is incorrect understanding of the text. Also, and this is where you find some time on TikTok and Instagram and other places, the asal, the foundation in applying any hadith about the signs of the hour to a situation in front of us is rejection. Not acceptance. Man, I heard this yesterday, bro. They fixed the metro. It's a sign of the hour. La khalas. Right? No, man. Tyson's corner? You know the corner? The corner, right? And the hadith says corner. Tyson. People be taking this all kind of places. Like in al-asu fi itlaq hadith alamat al-sa'ah al-rudud. The, the, the basis is to reject them. Reject anyone that tries to apply it to something else. Until it's clear, completely clear that's the case. The third is not allowed to take ahkam from the hadith to talk about the signs of the hour. Like for example, it's haram to build bill buildings. It's not what those are for. We'll go through that inshallah as we get to that. The Prophet said, There will be an army that seeks to fight against the Kaaba, Al Musharrafa. And when they reach the Bayda, means the part of the desert, why they call the desert Badia? Because that's where you go to never be seen again. Today I was playing with my daughter in the forest, and my father in law asked me, Where did you go? I said, Laqad ghibtu bil ghaba fil ghaba. That's so why you call it Ghaba. The jungle is a Ghaba. It's a place of Ghiyab, to be unseen. Look at the Arabs, mashallah. This is their Balagha, as Georgiani mentions in Daladatul Ijaz. That they name something by what it does. Like the Qalam, a Sayyara, because you, you move in it. A Ta'ira, why? Because you, you fly in it. That's the nature of their rhetoric. So here, Bi Bayda'a, Wuhumma Mna'mana Sarf. 
The first and last of them are all going to be destroyed, swallowed in the earth. Pay attention to the sisters, and it's great to have you here. Welcome, alhamdulillah. Qarat qultu. Sayyida Aisha said, Yuqsafu bi awwalihim wa akhrihim. The first of them and the last, all of them are going to be destroyed. Wa kana fihim man laysa minhum. And there's from them, those people, they're not from them. And they kana fihim aswaqu man laysa minhum. Those people that were doing business, they saw an army, they wanted to sell some, you know, hate LeBron shirts or something. There were some people there, they were, you know, just around, they were incidentally there, or they were forced, another narration says they were forced to be with them. Here we see the Prophet ﷺ teaching us a very important lesson that we're going to take, and I want you to take this lesson with me. It's good to ask me questions. It's not a sign of a lack of akhlaq that you don't ask questions. Had to say to Aisha, she said, يُصَفُوا بِأَوَّلِهِمْ وَآخِرِهِمْ all of them. وَفِيهِمْ أَسْوَاقُهُمْ وَلَيْسَ مِنْهُمْ And the Prophet ﷺ, he doesn't get offended. أَتَعْلِمِينَ مَنْ أَنَا You know who I am. You know my maqam. I'm sheikh. I'm alama. I'm this. This is the danger of knowledge now in the contemporary era. Instead of encouraging students to be in awe of Allah, some people want their students to be in awe of them. That's not good. And when your students ask you questions, it's not because they're bad people, it's because they're caring people. They are thinkers. I don't want anyone to give that brother a hard time earlier. You know, the brother that was here. Be nice to him, man. Love him. It doesn't bother me, alhamdulillah. I got my water. Yeah, well, and I know, and I'm so thankful for how you, you mercifully handled that situation, Ammo. Well, it touched me. Yani, yani, akhi fi sin. Here we go again. I'm going to make another guy mad at me, man. Can't do nothing right tonight. Barakallahu feek. And uh, how you, how you uh, helped him, it like impacted me. Everybody's traumatized. To be Muslim is to be traumatized. To, 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 to be in this community at times, you deal with a lot of challenges. Women especially, to have to navigate the fact that you come and sit at the bottom of the masjid. Like, really? What's wrong with that? Man, it bother nobody. People want to learn. So when your students ask you questions, and maybe sometimes they're a little rude. They don't know what you know. They didn't sit who you sat with. They haven't been around scholars who refine them. I remember after I memorized the Quran, Sheikh Ahmad, he said, man, alhamdulillah, I don't have to see you no more. I said, was I that tough? He said, in the beginning, bro, you was, you was hard to deal with, man. You were rough. Right? Because you're fresh off the jahiliyyah, not the boat. FOJ, baby. And he was like, in the beginning, you were, you were almost intolerable to teach. Sheikh would correct me. I was like, I didn't make no mistake. I said that. Ma Sheikh, he said, one time he said to me, who's the Sheikh? I said, you. He said, didn't, didn't act that way. But he, imagine if he told me, I'm not teaching you anymore. You don't respect me. I would be nobody. So here we see Sayyidah Aisha, قَالَتْ قُوتُ يَا رَسُولُ And she has adab, O Messenger of Allah. يُخْسَفُوا بِأَوَّلِهِمْ And also we see something. The Sahaba they have within them the nature of justice. 
Her reaction is a reaction of injustice. How could all of them be destroyed? Some of them, they did nothing wrong. And the Prophet said, Here's the point of the hadith. The first of them and the last of them will be destroyed, but they will be resurrected according to their niyyah, their intention. Our scholars, they taught us a very important lesson as we finish tonight about this hadith. Be careful who you hang out with, man. Because you know, might be in a bad situation and you die. And I die. Like, can you imagine? Think about right now some of the worst places we've been and if we died there. And then we were resurrected. Even though we'd be judged by our intention. And this doesn't apply to those of us who have like non-Muslim family. You know, sometimes we got to navigate some ratchetness, man. Because that's our family. And Surat al-Rahim is a different discussion. Connecting and keeping ties. But who you hang out with? Who, who's your crew? They say that in the law of averages, you're about 75% of the best and worst of the people you hang around with. Like if you're being nice. And the Prophet said, Everybody's on the religion of his or her friends. So this hadith, we take a number of lessons. Number one, it's important for non-prophets like the imam has done here. I'm so happy to see this, man. You guys are doing a great job. May Allah bless you. Dar Hijjah has always been a historic, the Talib family. We all, you know, there's love. May Allah bless them. Rahimahullah Abu Suleyman. And the others who contributed, Sheikh Abu Bakr, so many great historical figures in the community, Sheikh Shakir, Sheikh Sheikhuna Hanuti, Rahimahullah. And uh, Sheikh Zainab Al-Awani and Sheikh Taha, so many great people have contributed to this moment. Now the Imam is doing a wonderful job. So the first is we see here the importance of strategic, strategic entry points to learn. Sayyidah Aisha feels she can ask a question. She doesn't have to, you know when I first started at NYU, I was teaching tafsir. My apologies for taking too long. This time thing is a little bit off, man. Maybe we should start after Aisha. Sayyidah Aisha before they shut it down. Say to Aisha, she teaches here a strategic entry point. When I started teaching tafsir at NYU, they would raise their hands, the Muslims. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every time, I'm sorry. So what are you sorry for? I'm sorry I have to ask a question. I said, what's wrong with asking a question? So we made a rule. I'm going to make that rule here. Whoever says sorry, unless it's a mean question, whoever says sorry, you have to donate $5 to the masjid. That's what we did at NYU for Islamic relief, for Palestine. Whoever says sorry, they have to donate. MashaAllah, after that, no more sorries. <laughs> then one time I'm, I said sorry, and they tried to, I ain't paying nothing, bro. The next lesson that we take from the hadith is the alamat al-sa'a, the signs of the hour. Yaghzu jayshnul ka'bata. And then the last lesson that we took is be careful who you hang out with. Look at your friends, man. Doesn't mean they have to be Muslims. Sometimes Muslims, unfortunately, can be worse than non-Muslims. We're talking about quality of friends. And we'll talk about later on what are those qualities. There's a section in the book, inshallah. Next week, we're going to finish the whole chapter, inshallah, of, of ikhlas. And then after that, move to a tawbah. 
repentance, barakallahu fikum, wa jazakumallahu khairan. There's any questions? We have four minutes, six minutes, five minutes. Fi ikhtilaf. Anu awalu, anu njiruha ala zahr ma'na. Yeah, right after Maghrib. Yeah. Yeah, we can start right after Maghrib. It's maybe easier. Yeah. Saab. I have a new baby girl, Sheikh. I'm on the night shift, Sheikh. You want to be my, my nanny? can give you my... <laughs> She's actually really good. I just don't have what she wants. She wants what I don't have. So then it's, you know... Make dua for all of our mothers and fathers. Any other questions, inshallah, before we uh, finish? Sisters, any questions? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's a great question. So, with the knowledge of Allah, she's asking where should you start? The best is the Qur'an. And let the Qur'an speak to you. And you know, sensory deprivation... This is really how we should sit with the Qur'an. We shouldn't worry what the community is thinking, what other people are thinking, what my parents, whatever. Just be with Allah. And then you can read like a basic text in Aqidah. Um, I know Sheikh uh, Imam is going to be teaching something like that. That will give you some of the frameworks to appreciate what the Qur'an says. And if you have any questions about the Qur'an, you utilize those strategic entry points. And you have, mashallah, in this community, great scholars of the Qur'an. Look tonight, mashallah. Asha was like Basbusa, man. Right? It was nice. It was very beautiful, mashallah. So you have people here you have access to. That you, if you have any questions, you can ask them. And the best translation I've seen is the one of Mustafa Khattab. Dr. Mustafa Khattab, the clear Quran. It's really good, mashallah. Any other questions? I think we have one minute before the door shut. Then all our cars are going to get towed. We're in trouble. But I think the Imam is here, so we should be good. Any other questions? Zakamallah khair. So next week we'll start after Maghrib, inshaAllah. Zakamallah khair. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.